Come on, kids. I remember the Grab the beach balls, as many as you can carry. We're going to the stadium to watch some football. We're protesting. Gregory! Gregory, what are you doing? Don't inflate the ball until we get to the stadium. They're easier to carry uninflated, Gregory. What? Use your head. Now let's go. We gotta hurry. We're gonna be late. We're going to watch some football. Grab the beach balls, kids. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. This is Scott Weeby. Come on, man, calm down. That's some energy. Seriously. That is that, some energy. Yeah, but we already brought it down a little bit oh, now. Oh, man. Come on, let's do this. We, we, we need his name. All right, Brian Chesko. Ah, oh, there right, it there is. There is. Hey, guys. What? So we're, uh, we're entering into the final weekend of the season. Which means we're entering into the final weekend of our fantasy season. Yeah. And of the three of us, there's really only one of us that's still playing for the victory in our league. Dave, yeah. I'm looking at you because you and I are not. No. We're not playing for victory. No, sadly enough, one bad week of decisions and in it the was double match week. <laughs> it killed me. It did. It really did. So I just wanted to, you know, I. Even though we know who our champion is in the league, and and uh, you and I, Dave, looking at you again, we're not playing for the championship in our fantasy no. league. There's still some level of excitement for this final Sunday of the season. All ten teams playing at the same time. We're going to talk about that at the yeah. end of our show. Uh, I'm feeling excitement about that, but I'm also feeling something else. But first, I wanted to ask you a question, Dave, and then uh, Brian, I'm going to ask it sure. to you as well. Sure. How are you feeling, Dave? How are you feeling? Today, as like as my body as a whole, or as a fan of the league, I'm sad. I'm sad that we have one more week left. This season has been awesome. You you said body as a whole. Yeah, like like physically, yeah. I feel good today. Oh, okay, but like like your legs and your arms, like the, all the appendages are feeling yeah, good too. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's right. sometimes a body as a whole, like a trash heap or a dump of some kind. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, I just wanted to clarify. Just yeah. wanted to clarify. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Brian, how are you feeling? I'm feeling, um, I guess, a little uh, optimistic mm. would be the way I would describe it. You're several points out from the lead in our um, fantasy league. Yeah, and, and as far as fantasy goes, I guess, you know, it was a fun year. I think what's close, closer than I would have anticipated, especially... You know, probably at the beginning of the year when I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I think that's my biggest regret is that, you know, this is my first year playing fantasy soccer. I feel like it's, you know, maybe a little bit beginner's luck. And then, you know, now that kind of looking ahead, I'm really excited about the summer and kind of being involved in the my, you know, a lot of the transfers and being able to... Yeah. Being able to enter into next season with a uh, kind of a fresh perspective. Brian, which... Teams, are you <laughs> are you interested in with the transfers? Just all of them? Just the drama? Yeah, I'm, I think that just the like we've said, a lot of people have pointed out, just the money that is there. West Ham the money, the, the money that's there to be had for most teams, and the the, the West Ham move to Olympic Stadium. Yep, that's a big one. There's there's money there. Yep, they're gonna buy. And I'll say after this weekend, you know, between I said it was one of the worst sports weekends that I can remember in a long time. Almost, we'll get to this when we get to the <laughs> yeah. matches, but 
in addition to all of the Premier League teams that I have supported in my heart this year, <laughs> at least you're every team it. I care about of, of any sport that is still playing in the in whatever yeah. format they're in, they all lost yeah. at some point this it's week. It's like the second yeah. time that's happened this it year. Is. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but every cross sports as well though. It just wasn't. Yeah. it was just a rough. It was a rough too. sports weekend. So despite that, I still am feeling. I'm still feeling Optimistic. good about. It's good. It's good to make it through the a way tough weekend. Going. Yeah, Scott, how are you feeling oh, today? Dave, thanks. Thanks for asking. Yeah, don't don't just ask us. Oh yeah. well, I, I promise you, I wasn't just asking you guys how you feel, so that you would ask me how I ask feel. Ask yourself. I almost wish you would have asked yourself. <laughs> that would have been pretty good. <laughs> Scott, how am I feeling today? Well, I, I think the answer to that is uh, beachy keen. Oh, oh. Yeah. wow. Yeah. I, I had the epiphany uh, during this past uh, match weekend that, yeah, I haven't, I've been on the beach in our fantasy league for several weeks, several weeks on the beach. You've been putting suntan lotion on? Uh, applying vigorously <laughs> and liberally, yes. There's no question about it. I am basking in the sun of the beach in our fantasy oh, uh, league, and why not? I mean, I'm well in last place. Not like, not because like, I don't listen to my own advice. I don't buy Christian Benteke and sell Daniel Sturridge. Like I said to you last week, I would have gotten something then, at least in that striker position. Yeah, not, I, I got nothing. Not like Newcastle. Your your fantasy team is unlike Newcastle hiring a, a late season charge coat manager Rafa Benitez. Your fantasy team hired Kike Flores. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. It wow. was a combination of Kike Flores, Eddie Howe, and uh, Tony Pulis all wrapped up in one. Nice. Wow, that's complicated. And he joined yeah. me on the beach, and we enjoyed baths in the Rays. Nice. Yeah. That's a well, fun team. And, you know, it's actually a good thing that ten matches are going to be all going on at once because there are always several damp squibs, as they say, on that final weekend of the season. Uh, but there's always a few matches that are I wish that would happen more. It only happens one time one the time. entire year. One time. I wish it would happen more that all the games are going on at the same time. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fun. Well, before we can get to this final weekend of the season, uh, we have some matches to discuss from this past weekend. Ten sure matches do. in all. Some of them were pretty entertaining. We've got plenty to say, including... Uh, some content from all of your favorite segments. So let's get right to it. On to the matches. On to the matches. We'll start with the champions. Leicester 3, Everton 1. Hmm. Leicester getting goals from Jamie Vardy, and then Jamie Vardy again. And then Andy King. Andy King also put one in. And then for Everton, a consolation goal, clean sheet snatcher by Kevin Morales. Yeah, that, that's got to be annoying because there has to be people out there playing Leicester defenders. And to lose that meaningless goal... I'm not sure why anyone was... I, I'm not sure why anyone was talking about the... Like, had Tottenham not lost to Chelsea. I'm not sure why anyone would have been... Other than just the pressure to become and to finalize how, the champion, how, how there would have, have yeah, how there would have been any kind of a doubt that well, they weren't going to beat this Everton I mean, team. Look, how many we've for the most part, everyone's been doubting them the entire year. Yeah. So even after they won it, it's almost still. I mean, I mean, I totally get your point. Um, statistically, historically, you might have predicted a draw 
for Leicester Is that right? and Everton. They've a lot of their matches have ended in draws. Well, is it because their kits six, are similar? Sixty-eight percent of their matches have ended in a draw. That's the highest percentage of mm-hmm. any of any matches played by teams wow. more playing more each other more than ten times. Wow! wow you could wow. have even spun this version of Leicester and Everton into a potential draw. If you you know consider that Everton, I mean, they used to score goals like mm-hmm. back in March, you know, uh, <coughs> and then, <laughs> all the way back, all the way back in March, and uh, you know, Leicester, the pressure of finishing strong, you know, you get one home match in front of your crowd after you win the championship. Even if they hadn't sealed the championship already, then it really would have been some pressure, you would think. So you could, I could see where you could potentially spin that, but it was, it was never in doubt. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking about. Everything we've said about Jamie Vardy over the course of the season. Yep. There was a point where he was a must-play. Oh, yeah. Everyone had to have him in his lineup, in your lineup. Yeah. He was scoring 13 weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean, every week. It was it was another, another goal. And then there was a point where he definitely dipped. And you could have a lot of other strikers in there who would be more productive during that segment of the season. Yep. And then, you know, recently he had that two-match ban. And uh, and obviously you're not going to play him then, but now he's come back and I think three goals in the last two games is that right? So it's just he should have had four in this game. Well, yeah. true. It, it, it's just it, it's been up and down. It's been interesting. I guess if you stayed with him and you're you know you're leading your league and and he's using one of your striker roles, it's not a bad thing for you. I can't imagine anyone not selling him as soon as it was confirmed that he had a two match ban. Yeah, especially knowing that if you had the, three matches left yeah, after if that. You had this, if you had the transfers, yeah. that's the tricky part about fantasy. You just never know. And, yeah. and you know, obviously, he comes back this week and he scores two. Yeah. And he also scores uh, on the uh, trash talking front. He yeah. started quick, too. The first five minutes, he scores that goal. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I feel like it was one of the more typical. Lester goals that they've had all year where someone just kind of crosses it into the box and he sneaks in between the two center backs and just taps it in. I mean, it's it's something that they've been doing all year. Lester fascinates me, though, especially with their stat line. Their stat line again this week. Last week they won with 38% possession. This week, 41% possession and 32 shots Nine on target. It's a lot. It's Ever- a ton of shots. It's it's amazing. And, and I don't know, you know, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. I don't know if this is something um, something new. Or, or is, have they figured out some sort of new blueprint um, where they just never care about possession and they have turned themselves into the most dangerous counterattacking team the Premier League has ever seen? Um, I mean, to beat... They finished, I don't know, they're, they're 10 points higher in the table right now with one game left over the team who scored the most goals this year and had the least amount scored against them in Tottenham. I mean, it, it that does, is unbelievable. It, it is. And, you know, the counterattack has become more and more of a very strong strategic play, a very strong ploy. And, uh, and Lester, or, yeah, Leicester have, uh, have perfected it. They really have perfected it with the personnel that they have. I mean, they went through a, a stretch where they uh, had a few rough results back, I want to say it was January, February maybe, and it was matches where teams literally forced them 
Just gave, kept the giving ball. them the ball. Yeah. And they weren't able to do it. So I don't know that they've changed the blueprint. I think they just played to their strengths. They figured out what worked. It took a manager who's willing to do something as statistically crazy as what you described. I mean, who's going to go into a match and say, we're going to give you 62% of the possession and we're going to win? Like, no one ever says that. And yet... They have a manager who's willing to to do that, understanding what he had to work with, and and it worked. Obviously, it worked because they're counterattacking. They're constantly getting better shots because there's less people in the way in front of the goal. I mean, right. that's one of Arsenal's things at times is they'll hold seventy percent possession yet never get a clean look at goal because there's there's ten men behind the ball. Well, and you have Conte who's able to charge down the field the way that he does. Yeah. Drinkwater able to deliver those. Beautiful, picture-perfect passes. Jamie Vardy, who's able to score on the break like he does. Even Mares, who has great skill in doing that. I mean, it, it. and you have to have a good defense, and they've had a... I mean, it's yeah. not the most... On paper, it didn't look like the best back four in the league, uh, but it was a very solid back four that was able to withstand some of the some of the onslaught that they received in the possession. It was a healthy back four, and that's true too. And that's why the, there's a lot of talk right now about whether or not these star players are we still going to be able to play them in fantasy football next year or not? Will they be in the league? Will they be with Leicester? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have doubts. I mean, if you're a player, this might be your time to cash in. Yeah, I mean, it really could be. Now, the question is, is there uh, supposed to be a level of loyalty to Leicester? Because this was the club that you won a title with, uh, that that you, you made history with. Yeah. Is there a level of loyalty there? You're going to the Champions League next year. Is that something that's worthy of sticking around for? Obviously, yes. Everyone wants to play in the Champions League. Do you want to do it with Leicester, though? Do you want to stick with that team? Do it, or do you want to cash in, get a higher uh, uh, salary, and... Be able to play for Real Madrid. Assuming that Lester won't give you the higher salary or match it. Mm, Yeah, true. I mean, that wage bill is gonna—it's gonna go through the roof no matter what. No more seventy-five million dollar total payroll for a season. I don't know. It's—it's gonna be the. I think that's the story of the summer: is which Lester players stay and which Lester players go. The lowest placed team next season, the twentieth, well, seventeenth or twentieth. I don't know how they do that. The 17th or 20th, or in other words, the lowest placing team next season will make more than Leicester will this year winning it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Do you know who might not make much, if anything, next year? Who? Roberto Martinez. Ooh. Yeah. If you're Roberto Martinez, do you just resign? Like, just save face and resign? Just say, after the final match, I'm going to be resigning from yeah, American Football Club. Yeah, and I'm going club. into the booth to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so good on TV. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. just follow around... Uh, uh, what's that musician that he was caught on camera with? That Jason something. Oh, Seal. <laughs> getting sacked <laughs> is such... Like, a like getting fired oh, is know. bad, but getting sacked I it has know. such a different... Yeah, I don't you love that feel phrase, for me? Getting yeah. sacked. Oh man, I, I don't want to be sacked. That's true. None of us do. But Roberto Martinez is going to be. Uh, I think it was ESPN pointed out that even his players, they, the fans that gave up on him long ago, now his players have given up on him. I mean, they didn't even put in any effort in that performance. Yeah. Morales did for a, a moment. That was a nice, and beautiful, Lukaku, very nice individual Lukaku play. Lukaku pretended to be angry that he didn't do more with his chances in the first half. <laughs> But I wasn't pretending that I was angry about that. No, he didn't do anything for fantasy. That was Kevin Morales' goal is probably the most annoying goal <sighs> ever for fantasy. Fantasy anything. It was like the the it involved him and Darren Gibson. 
<laughs> why? Why would Darren Gibson get credit for the assist? He yeah. kicked the ball to Morales 40 seconds before Morales scored. Amazing. Morales willed that goal from it was from, it bef- was impressive. from before midfield. A goal midfield. that meant nothing. Yeah, yeah, a goal that meant nothing. On to a match that uh, did mean something. Tottenham 1, Southampton 2. Up the Southies. Yeah, but all the goals came from some players that... We didn't play. No one played. Didn't matter. I um, predicted the Southies win. You did. Yeah. And I will say you were definitely more right on Tottenham's response than I was. Credit to you. Uh, but uh, goals uh, that I mentioned, uh, Stephen Davis with a brace for the Saints. What are you talking about? I saw that brace coming saw from that Davis. Really? Yeah. Is it really? You saved your I one last transfer started, for Stephen Davis. I started captained him. This, no, I did not do yeah, that. I, I did not say, that's... Uh, that would have been crazy. <laughs> I'd, I'd have, uh, I'd give, I'd give five thousand to one odds on you being oh, captain. Yeah, we we might have all agreed to give you the the fantasy championship oh, had you just done that this late in the season. Just on principle, for yeah. oh, heck, look what he did. He did, and, uh, and they were good goals. Uh, I I haven't said who scored the Spurs goal because I'm going to give. Yeah, Brian well, we really need to save that. The honor. This is our how to say with Brian J moment. Oh, nice. Take it away, Brian J. Yeah, is this uh, we're going to do this? For, we're launching we're right, this right into now. It? We're going right in. Is there going to be music? There going to be music course, for this. As always, there will be music. Can it be? Can I make a suggestion? You, it uh, cannot be a K-pop song. Can it be "Love Fool" by uh, the Cardigans? Uh, yes, you can ask for that. Any answer? I'm all right, all right, know, but fine. it's a good ask. Whatever. <sighs> okay, let's do this then. <laughs> Today's how to say is uh, particularly cruel of you guys because the player uh, in question is Korean. And as you probably know, assuming you're telling me to do this, you know this, the four most difficult languages for English speakers to learn are Arabic, Chinese, Japanese, and you guessed it, Korean. Korean. Is that cruel with a K? No, no, no. It's C-R-U-E-L, not K-R-U-L. Got it. All right, that was a fact according to the business uh, Business Insider. In fact, according to Business Insider, each of those four languages require on average 88 weeks or 1.7 years to become proficient in it. Jeez. Hopefully the 1.7 minutes I spent trying to figure this out really nails this one. <laughs> this player, he played his first six seasons uh, with two teams in the Bundesliga in Germany, three with Hamburger SV, three with... Bayer Leverkusen mm. joined Tottenham last August, <laughs> signing for 22 million pounds, making him the most expensive player, the most expensive Asian player in football history. Wow. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. You can find his name in two different sequences based on surname and 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 given name yeah. on Tottenham's website which is I think the spursiest thing they can do with a player's <laughs> name <laughs> not really it really I guess the, the reality of it is that the sequence of the name depends on whether you find the westernized version oh. of the name or not sure so his family name is son which is pretty straightforward Unless you want to aspirate the S a little bit more. Son. Son. Almost mm. like you're putting an H in there. Son. 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 Which that would make you a little bit more right. His given name is Hung Min. The EU 
in the name Hung, H-E-U-N-G, Hung, more like the O-O in book, or as you might hear in shoot me, please. <laughs> the I in mean, M-I-N, is more like the E-A in the word mean, or as in the, what you might hear in please shoot me. <laughs> The only effective player remaining on the tot- on Tottenham Hotspur is Song Hoong Min. Nice. Wow. Well done. Wow. Right, for that being a complicated language, you did that with great ease. Nailed it. Very nice. He's I mean, been, honestly, he, looking at, just seeing what he's capable of, I just feel like we should have been talking about him more all season. He it seems like a guy that doesn't play much. He doesn't get consistent playing time. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 he he and Lamella and um, Brian Mason and Chadley were all kind of. Is it Lamella's hair? You think that's what gives him the edge over? Lamella's son? been pretty good. Lamella's been pretty good, even though for his career probably hasn't been. But no, this no. year he's been kind of good. I guess, but again, I haven't. I mean, never, we've never talked about Lamella either because it's kind of the same thing. Like yep. the three of those guys kind of come in and out of those positions. All, all of them. That's a good rotation. Added up to yeah. one good fantasy player, but you can't. Yeah. You can't do that. This match was statistically dominated again by Tottenham, and yet another so Spurs. Result. Southampton won it, like kind of like Leicester wins it. Possession was 70-30, pretty much 70-30. And yet Southampton? Ten corners to two for Tottenham. <laughs> the shots were 20-10 to 10, Tottenham. Lloris had zero saves. Wow. And the only two shots on target were Davis's goals. As, wow. as the Sky Sports announcers noted during the match, Son's goal was the 68th goal of the season for them, the most they've ever scored in a season. Yeah, And that's terrible news. Your stat, Dave, is terrible news for Larice owners, obviously. Yeah. I don't know why you would keep him as your goalkeeper, um, unless you thought maybe like... Tottenham's allowed the least amount of goals all year. Yeah, but Uh. even me, when I was saying last week that that they were going to put in a ton of goals, I was also saying they were going to give up a lot of goals, that their defense would go, that that would be where the lack of motivation showed. Now, I wasn't predicting Stephen Davis scoring two, but I don't know that... I mean, if if you can still transfer out a goalkeeper and you have Lloris starting, Mm -hmm. don't have him starting. Not this week. You did get Alder Vereld... Starting back in this uh, this one, so leg injury was obviously not that wasn't serious. That serious, but lots. Thanks for the help, Toby. Yeah, there's there wasn't much that he was uh, playing for out there. Um, I thought, by the real quick before yeah. we leave, son, I, his goal was fantastic. His composure. Yeah. <clears throat> he gets a through ball from Erickson. He takes the ball to the line, and and Forrester tried to get it, and he misses. Son has the ball on the line and dribbles like around three players, and then calmly just slots it oh, in. Oh yeah. It was, it was really, it was really, really good. clutch, unlike most Arsenal players. Hmm. Yeah, it was Foreshadowing, excellent. I like it. Now, we've given you a lot of stats on this match, uh, but I don't think we've given you Matt's stat of the day yet, have we? Wow. Well, a two-for-one in the oh, same no. match? This never happens. That's <laughs> Brother Matt. I, I just can't even believe that. It's true. By the way, while um, just before we give the stat, I have to go back to something you said. Bro. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you said hamburger. SD. <laughs> it's true. Man, make a correction on that. No, I want it to Ham- be hamburger. hamburger. I want it to be hamburger. Or Hamburg. Can it be hamburger? I like hamburger. All right, here we go. And now, 
for Brother Matt's Stat of the Day. In 2016, in the Barclays Premier League, the top three teams in points scored in 2016. This calendar year. This calendar year. Leicester, Southampton, and Tottenham. Southampton second. is second overall in goals in 2016. Or in points, in points, not goals, in points. Um, hey, Ronald Koeman. That's pretty Shane solid, Long. man. Healthy Shane Long. A healthy Shane Long, a Graziano Pella. No, Pella's no. not doing anything. Mm, yeah. He has. Tottage. Hey, Tottage. There's Tottage not a hotter, there yeah. hasn't been a hotter player in fantasy right now than Tottage. Yes. And uh, listen, this podcast has been on that the last last couple weeks. It's true. That's true. We so, at least mentioned his name. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming we're saying it properly, we, we don't know that. That might oh. be for Yeah, we're all right. We, I think we are we doing okay on that one? Yeah, I think All right, all right, cool. Well, thank you, Brian, for, yeah. Uh, for yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're very welcome. So, well, thank you, you're brother, very welcome. for the stat. Absolutely. So what do you try? All right, so I don't feel like Tottenham came to this game. Just want to throw this out there really quick. They They started kind of strong and then faded. What does this mean for Tottenham players this next week when they're playing at Newcastle? Pochettino said he doesn't care about Arsenal, and but I'm Harry wonder- Kane says he did. He I'm does. wondering what is their motivation. Harry Kane says he does because Arsenal's playing Villa. I mean, yeah. unless they completely yeah. shoot themselves in the foot, which they've been known to do, well. um, they should they should handle business. And if anyways, I'll get to that in a minute. But I'm just wondering. I think it's lucky for Arsenal that. Gunner Z doesn't have the same ring as Spursy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so arsenal. <laughs> People like to say that at times. Um, I, you know, Harry Kane said he wants to finish above Arsenal. He wants the golden boot, too. Yeah, he uh, does. You know, I don't know. I think you're going to see... Um, I think you could see a draw on that one with some goals scored. I don't think it'll be nil-nil. I think it might be 1-1 one, one or 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Newcastle need to win. Newcastle will be playing for their lives. Yep. Yeah, I would definitely put in. I mean, I definitely wouldn't take out Andros Townsend. He should already still be in there. Sure, I definitely would keep him. Um, I don't know. It's everything. Everything's different on the last week. I, I still think you got to play Harry Kane up front. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep Lloris or Alderweireld or anyone else at the back, yeah. like we've been saying for the last yeah. couple of weeks. I, I, I think it's. I think it's as it was last week. I don't think there were any surprises about okay. this result, and I think you play it the same way for the final season, right. final weekend of the season. Arsenal 2, Manchester City 2. The goals from all of the guys that you would yep. hope the goals would come from. Perfect fantasy game. It was a perfect fantasy game. Uh, for Arsenal, Olivier Giroud back on the score sheet. It's about time, Olivier. Where you been? And Alexis as well. And then for Manchester City, Sergio Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne. Yep. Did you hear that, Ian Crocker? No, this was this was uh, uh, Arsenal else. got this a bit uh, Arsenal <laughs> Arsenal got a bit Arsenaled in this one. A little bit, a little bit. City City was pretty dominant uh, with possession, with with Could, passing, with yeah. shots, corners. Everything favored City, uh, at, but at the end, it doesn't surprise me. Arsenal has played good counterattacking. Football this year, when like their record against the top teams in the league has been the best out there. 
I'm, they're, they're total points accumulated from the other top teams. I messaged you right away. Or I said yes. it right away because watching it, it looked like the City was on house it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were all over those guys yeah. from the very beginning. And so yeah. when that first goal went in, I mean, it just it just had that feeling of like this could get this could get out of hand because they were just kind of rolling them. And then Giroux, that meaty of French all forehead. the times to to end your to end your goalless streak, he picks the well, time. It's like nice when the two minutes when the defending is yeah. so bad that no one is around you and you have a clean free header. Yeah. With oh no my one goodness, there was you. no one around him. Uh, I would hope you could put that in the net. I tell you who can't is Cameron Jerome, but we can get to that in yeah. a little bit. But um, that's why he has an award named after him. Do you know what the number one passing combination for Arsenal in the match? What the two players who pass? Probably Elne- Elneny's probably Ramsey. Check to Jer- <laughs> Check to Giroud. What? Yeah, eleven <laughs> completed passes from Check to Giroud. <laughs> that doesn't make any that's sense. Amazing. What? Why? How? Well, he was trying to start the counterattack, right? Oh, so Czech so was throwing it out. Drew was holding up, probably, and waiting for his little guys to I come. Just imagine him getting <laughs> like on shots, checks all the way in the very back, and he just tosses out just, just kinda, a little bit to Giroux all the way back, and Giroux yeah. runs it. Yeah. We just heard Dave say that Arsenal consists of Giroux and his little guys. That's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, it, it's you know, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that was, that right. was hilarious. Fantasy purposes. Okay, yes. Back I'm not business. trusting anyone but Sanchez. I mean, it's for one. It's for, it's for one more. No, I'm not. No, no. Really? It, it took him like 12 games to score one goal. Not, not. Awobi. No, he's 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 leveling. He's leveled a little. And you're bit. off their defense. Um, you could play Bellerin. I mean, That's they Bellerin. are playing Villa this week. Bellerin and Kashelny. Clean sheet city. I, I'm, I, yeah. I've held on to Bellerin for a true. Yeah. end of my season. No, no, no. That's Maybe true. even sure check. A lot of people have. Maybe even check. Oh, no, absolutely. Clean absolutely. sheet. I was thinking midfielders and above. I mean, sure. they're playing Villa. Are they at Villa yeah. or home to Villa? They're home Villa. Oh, boy, yeah. 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 No, no more beach balls. And, and then on the <laughs> city side, Aguero and DeBrowna. DeBrowna. Yeah, Champions I, League is over. What's he do? Gets in there and scores. No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And Silva's probably hurt. Silva's done. Probably for so the well last back. two. So is Welbeck. Yeah, yeah Welbeck. So yeah, well that's was like awful. one guy that I really hurts me to see go off. Like Welbeck. Did you see? Did you see me? the? Did you see his knee buckle? Yeah. Oh yeah, my. That's ugly. Yeah, that did not look good. And because he's just coming out, he's just coming off an injury. They yeah. kept him out and for a year. And he's done decent this year. He really he's has been done really decent. good. Yeah. Things are so, so bad for England on the injury front that they're actually considering Jack Wilshire. That. For England, I mean that's terrible. That's horrible. I don't know. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? Not to go Tell back. Me, Brian. Not to go back. But I've always thought, like looking at Claudio and listening to Claudio Ranieri this year, I mm. I feel like he would be the perfect, like whimsical owner of a of a toy shop. Mm, true. And like dilly he, ding dilly dong. D- the dilly That's ding the dilly dong, or or or, or Ranieri's rarities, or something like that. <laughs> Ranieri's rarities and. I just That's can't wait for I just can't wait for him to retire and become like the, a toy shop owner. But I, I've always then I thought P- Manuel P- Pellegrini is going to open like could, a, the rival toy shop. Is there a chance Ranieri could have like a guest appearance as like a wizard in the newest uh, Potter release? That's actually going to be in America. Yeah, yeah, but he would be but, like the it'd be like the most pleasant wizard. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah exactly. He did, like he did, jovial. He never gets involved in any kind of. 
skirmish or yeah. anything. I think Rainier's no, Rarities has to be his antique store. <laughs> I just think that Pellegrini looks like the perfect, like, evil toy shop owner. Yes, he does. Like, yes, he's he going to, like, he makes only evil toys. Yes. <laughs> this is where, like, the gnarly finger, like, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. What, what happened? I don't know. Give me, like, a check... <laughs> Can we? Do you have an Arsenal moment for us, Dave? I do have an Arsenal moment. Do you have an Arsenal moment? I do. All right, let's go into that. All right. Dear Arsenal, don't screw this up. (laughs) You're playing Aston Villa. Relegated Aston Villa. The team that just played a game with zero shots on goal and zero corners, Aston Villa. (laughs) The worst team in the league, Aston Villa. You can finish second in the table or fifth this week, depending on the results. If you beat Villa, you finish second. If Newcastle beats Spurs. If you find a way to lose to Villa, and City and United win out, you get fifth place. Don't screw this up. Finish strong and take care of business. That's very stern. That's a very inspirational team talk. Yeah, they need to bring you into the locker room at halftime. Hey, listen, the drama, the drama is that real? Absolutely. How did it's I not real. realize that when I was looking at the table? They could absolutely finish as low it's as real. Fifth? They could finish as low as fifth. United has a game in hand. Yeah. Uh, it's also City. Assuming Arsenal gets at least a point, at least a point at Villa, or with Villa coming to them, if United wins out, mm-hmm. they control their own destiny, and yeah. City gets fifth. Yeah. Even if City wins, they'll get fifth. The drama this starting today, West Ham and in, in, if United win today, the drama for Sunday is going to be amazing, especially in the city of Manchester. And there were a lot of people who were confused. I, I will say, uh, non-soccer American sports fans who were confused about how Leicester could celebrate their title at Jamie Vardy's house with two weeks left in yeah, the season. Not I, even, I, not yeah, not even on I the heard field. That, yeah. Explain that real quickly, Scott. Because well, we there's just there's no playoff, which is what makes English soccer so great. It's a nine-month season that actually has meaning for all nine months because without a playoff, everyone has the same schedule. You play the other 19 teams two times, once at home, once away. It's an identical schedule. So naturally, because everyone's playing the same schedule, whoever has the most points at the end of the season is the champion. And hockey fans would be would understand the points. It's, it's three for a win, yep. one for a draw. That's right. I, honest to goodness, feel like it is. it only appears confusing in in the light of the, what we're, what American sports fans are used to with playoffs, with moving towards a second season. Mm-hmm. And that's what it when is. The, when you actually put, line it up, it makes such good sense. I don't want to get angry. But I just feel like the accumulation of 38 weeks of yep. sports, they, at the end, you, okay, yes, of course, that's all you're going to need is for, is you, you might, it's just going to come down to wins and losses and yeah. points. It's pretty, pretty easy. I'm, Brian, let me ask you guys a question, because you're, you're both, we, we didn't start until we finished talking about last night's NBA playoffs. So sure. let me ask you this question real quick. When did you start watching the NBA? This Probably season. when I was oh, this season. This season. When when do you start watching the NBA? Do you I, watch it all season with, long? With with the Golden State Warriors firmly in my heart, I watched it from game one. Okay. I was I was I this was the earliest I was involved in NBA basketball. Pre Warriors. 
Normally, it would take until at probably Christmas. Christmas most right? people say Christmas Day. Yeah, mostly most it's people Christmas. People say Christmas Day, either realizing or maybe not realizing the season starts in October. Yeah, you you can throw out a whole two month segment of the season, and by I mean I say throw out the, the games have the more teams that you let into your playoff, the less games, the less meaning there is in your regular season games. They play 82 games over six months so that more than half the teams can start over in the playoffs. The, the, I was going to say, that would be the, the perfect example of, of the futility of the regular season would be exemplified in the Warriors not winning the championship this year. There, exactly. there is not a better example of you just had a historic season. regular season yeah. that may at the end become a debatable point in your legacy because you did not finish off a, presumably the Cleveland Cavaliers. The yeah. NBA playoffs will will crown the team who's playing the best at the end of the season. The English Premier League just crowned the team that played the best over the course of the entire season. And not necessarily even the two best teams of the season. Because you the two clear best teams for NBA purposes were the Golden State and San Antonio. And they will play before and the they finals. They should play in the Western Conference Finals. Maybe not. Oklahoma City probably has something to say about that. This is not a basketball podcast. This is not a basketball <laughs> podcast. It's a soccer podcast. I would happily make it that, but <laughs> it's it's a it's it's I have a huge rooting interest there, but I I would be it would hurt yeah. to get to the very end and sure. be like you, that's annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's the system. But yes, that's the system that we're used system. to. Yes, and so my whole point bringing this up was to say that you know Lester, yes, they won the title. Uh, it was the result of 36 weeks of effort with two weeks left in the season. They were able to clinch early, and sometimes that happens when you don't have a playoff, when, when you just have the regular season. But even though we're going into this final Sunday of the season, we still have all sorts of drama. Yeah, You have an Arsenal that could finish second or outside or, the Champions or League. Or outside the Champions League. You've got... Two two teams in Manchester, two huge clubs. Mm-hmm. One of Only them one. will probably not make Champions League. And right, man, I hope I hope uh, Pep right. Guardiola gets burned. I'm not a <laughs> I, I am not a United fan, and, and, either, and I'm not I a Louis Van Hall no. fan. But I tell you what, yes, you it's are. Like, it's Everyone like is. Want, it's like who do you want for president? Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? I mean, Queen, it's the, what's the better? There is the a part of me that, that wants Queens Park Raisins to Queens Park you know, Raisins. To, I, I mean, Van Gaal, he's what. What would we have to talk about about United if Van Gaal wasn't there? Yeah, exactly. Van Gaal, sorry. So I'm you have four s- teams playing essentially for two spots. I'm, I'm going to say that either Tottenham or Arsenal yeah. are safe. And at the bottom, you've got four, you know, three teams playing for two spots there. Yeah. I mean, you've got so much drama still built in, which is what makes... All going to be happening yeah. Sunday so at 10 a.m. Eastern. Yep. It's great. We'll be there. All right. It's, forgive us for that. For that tangent, Dave. Yep, but sorry. it had to it had to happen. Do we have a second for you to talk about the Urzel rumors um, going to United? I don't know if it's worth it. It's I not mean, worth it. I mean, maybe I think there's a, a little bit of past there with him and Mourinho. Listen, there he's going to lead the season in assists, um, but there is oftentimes a sense that he has a lack of grit, and um, if Arsenal doesn't find someone who does have some grit and bring them in to balance that. That's been a weakness of theirs, I think, all year, is enough players with grit. Would you play him if he was on United in fantasy next year? Oh, yeah. You would? You'd still play him? I'm just wondering, Mourinho seems to be a player who likes midfielders with some grit, and and if that's the book on Ozil, I'd be surprised that he goes to get him. That's assuming he's even there. There's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of ifs there. might have something to say about that. If he finishes top four. All right. 
Norwich, nil. Manchester United won. The lone goal in this match coming from Juan Mata. This game was stupid. It was stupid. And it started the weekend, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Why was it stupid, Brian? That just, I mean, I think it was, I think it was, seemed to be even discussed in the match. That it just seemed very limp. Languid, I think was the word you said they used. Oh, languid. Yeah. That's yes. A good word. Yeah, languid. A, good word. Uh, a very languid start. There's one point where you wanted to nominate Cameron Jerome for his own Wasteful Player of the Week Again. award. Again. Oh, yeah. And Makani, our guy. Uh, yeah, they said the announcers called it a very languid end-of-season-looking game. Very true. He was just trying to avoid saying the word beach. And this, which is yeah. a little surprising because United has... Or sucks. Things. <laughs> United has something to play for here. I know. That was the surprising part. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you would absolutely think that they would come out firing. And Norwich, too. Of course, Norwich, too. Yeah. I mean, but, they haven't been relegated yet. But they're getting relegated. They're at home. At least a draw would keep the hope it's, alive. Uh, the weirdest thing, I think, afterwards is th- to think that Norwich beat Manchester United at Old Trafford in Makes December. Makes no sense. It was, that's, that was weird. It was the Cameron Jerome game. It was the last time he was not wasteful. He had a goal and an assist in that game. Oh, wow. That was the last time he scored. I feel like that If that gives happened. you any idea. I feel like that's not even possible. Yeah. He had a Giroud-style open header in front of the net and completely yep. hit it wide of goal. Yep. Well, he had, but he, and he also put one that he could have put anywhere at all to the left <laughs> or right of De Gea, and he put it right at De Gea's foot. Like, he could not have put it any more squarely on the goalkeeper he had the entire, like, either side of the goal. That was the complete... He, he and Emma Connie both were. Those they are my... Both, yeah. They both blew Those chances. Those are my two lasting memories of the season for Norwich, is blown chances by their strike force. And then, if you can call it that. Their strike force. And then... <laughs> And then all the late heartbreak that they suffered. And I'm not just saying that that because I remember the Liverpool 5-4 game late. They had so many matches where they blew points late. And it was just heartbreaking to watch. And you knew, like, the part of me honestly wants them to stay up. Because I want them just to find that happy ending after a season filled yeah. with late heartbreak. But it's, it's not going to happen. Their team slogan next year and. The championship when they're relegated because they're not staying up. They're not no, staying up. No. It's going to be – there. I think their team slogan should just be, oh, he could have done better with that one. Because, <laughs> like, every player you hear, oh, oh, he should have done better with that one. Oh, what a chance for Norwich, but – He should have done better. could have done better with that. That's what they could say about the season, They say season it, like, too. every single – Time for it's every true. player who has an attacking chance. Well, we, we posted an article on social media. I think The Guardian wrote it, uh, that this is their second time up in three or four years. And both times they came up, they did the same thing. They didn't, they didn't invest in their squad enough. I mean, clearly you needed more up front. I mean, you needed more all over this, all over the place. But uh, especially up front, you gotta have someone who can be clinical in their finishing, and and they they never got it. They don't have it. No. it. You know, you know what you need when you come up into the league, and they didn't go out and get it. They thought they could get the job done with the players they had for the most part, and yeah. and they couldn't. They didn't. They haven't. It was a dominant. It was a lot of dominant performances over the weekend, but United just. Not even it was not even close. Same kind of thing. Almost seventy thirty in possession. One. Six corners, fifteen shots for United. Yeah. But both fifteen to eight shots for fifteen to eight. But both teams only managed two shots on target each. It's crazy. I feel bad for Nathan Redmond. 
Nathan Redmond. That dude's good. He'll be yeah. on a different that team. That dude's good. He needs to be. He'll be better on a different on the right team. Yep. Uh, one good thing that maybe came out of this being the early match, the 7:45 Eastern Time match, was that Martial went out with an injury, which maybe allowed players uh, who were paying attention yeah. to replace him at the last minute. Uh, seems like he will probably miss this midweek match. So both both matches in his double match week, he, yeah. he will probably be out. He was definitely out for the first, obviously. Uh, he might be back for the final match. Uh, no discussion of him being. out out has 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 surfaced um but that obviously might have hurt some fantasy owners this weekend i just don't know who else you can trust rashford rooney mata if marshall i'm not going near rooney there's no way i'm going near rooney he's got the name value still but he's not any good it's not anyone i want going into the last week no not at all he did assist mata (sighs) yeah but he should have shot the ball himself he missed an opportunity he got lucky mata made a good run I, yeah, Mata bailed him out. And Mata has now five goals against Norwich, the most he scored against any Premier League team. Very interesting. Yeah. Very good. Well, this one doesn't make any sense to me at all. Even still, West Ham won. Swansea, four. This is the weirdest. Four. This Was the this weirdest. a game from the beginning of the year? Like it's the, the, it's like the season started watch? over. It's like it started over. Seriously. Someone hit the reset button yeah. with Swansea. Yeah. This was Te- a Swansea team that we saw in the beginning of the year. Technically, they scored all five goals. Uh, Stephen <laughs> Kingsley with an own goal uh, for West Ham. Uh, and then the Swans in the right net, Routledge, IU, Key, and Gomis. Fabianski, seven saves for Swans. That's good. He wow. it was Korean weekend. It was big time. Those yeah. guys were both 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 those both Son and Key. I wish we're I knew more about K-pop right now. Yeah. Or else, yeah, then I could make some awesome reference. But sure. it's yeah. not going to happen. No. But you're right. IU and Gomis. I mean, I was playing both of them at the start of the for much of the first yeah. segment. And um, you would have felt they great are. about it. Both this week? I yeah, know, easily could have bought back in on okay. AU two or so three weeks now, ago. I, I, but, that one made sense. I actually, as I was seeing the lineup card for this match, I thought to myself, you know what? An astute fantasy player might have played him. He's playing up front where he's going to have more opportunities to score goals. At least he started up front. Um, and then, you know, there he is putting the goal in, I think, you know, second week in a row now that he scored. Yeah. That one might have made sense. And I don't understand it. I don't know why Swansea are playing so well here. They have a manager who's literally but fighting for his job. They haven't been playing that well. Is it just the law of averages then? Like they're a better team I than I don't the know. Half? It was just a yeah. weird day. And it was at West Ham. Yeah. I don't yeah, it was just a very the last Saturday weird day. match for West Ham fans. Everyone was up for it. Everything favored West Ham going into this match. Yep. Almost every single thing. They were on a 10-game unbeaten streak. And Swansea's they, best player wasn't playing. Sigurdsson's out. Yep. Ashley Williams is out. Uh, who's the other? There was one, Neil Taylor, yeah. I think, was the other one who yeah. was out for Swansea. Yeah, they had like two new starting center backs. For the Similar game. to Tottenham at Chelsea, only 2.3 times worse. <laughs> Swansea hadn't won an away match against West Ham since August 1956. They've only played eight times away. Oh, but in it's a long since, time. It's not that, I guess it's not that terrible. It's a one draw, seven losses. For Swansea at, at West, West Ham, Ham since 1956. Amazing. Had, West yeah. Ham had 25 shots, seven shots on target for the match. 
Of course they lose 4-1. Absolutely. It <laughs> makes perfect sense that they would lose 4-1. They could potentially finish in the top half of the table. How crazy is that? There's a huge game today. West the, Ham the and West Ham United United game. Yes. Yeah, huge. It is. Yeah. It is. Go Hammers. There's a little less in it for me because West Ham's not really – they're not playing for the top four anymore, and there was a shot at both clubs, like this being a match where the winner could get top four. I don't think that happens for West Ham anymore. I don't think actually it's mathematically – it's barely mathematically possible. Uh, but Manchester United obviously still does. And West Ham, I think they're going to still want to play – they, they want to be top six. I think I Europa so. League would be a great spot for them. Rowledge was about 40 feet offside for his goal. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was, was like massively offside. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just miss one, Brian. And no, Adrian for West Ham. Yeah, and so Another Darren entry. Randolph puts in a Hogardian performance. Man. Man. Thirteen shots for Swansea, six on target, four goals, two saves <laughs> for Darren Randolph. That's not good. Nice start, buddy. Brian, this game hurt a little bit. It just was. It was nonsense. Yeah. It was nonsense. Yeah. My last transfer for the season, I, saw, I, I know you could go back and hear me say you'll have to pry Harry Kane from my cold, dead hands. Yes. Somebody, my, <laughs> I, my, I died, and my hands were very cold. Somebody, somebody pried Harry Kane from my cold, dead hands. I sold Harry Kane yeah. kind of on a hunch, but also to take advantage of inform Andy Carroll. Sure. Double match week. Sold Harry Kane for uh, Carol might have for Andy for Carroll today. Sure, he he very well might. He might he have could. a brace today, yeah, and he he's going to have more points for the end of the season than Harry Kane is, unless Harry Kane scores a hundred goals. Andy Carroll's going to have more in the season. No, no, for the I'm saying that to, to end gotcha, the season, gotcha, like this, gotcha. at least yes, this week yes, for yes, sure. Yes, 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 okay. Assuming he doesn't Roger get uh, some sort of weird injury hey, before this the match. Has nothing to do with almost anything, but it just happened to notice this. <laughs> yeah. real quick in the sure. stats, it just uh, it, yeah, so, no, please. That's a ten points separate the eighth place and ninth place in the table, in the in the Premier League table. Hmm. Ten points separate eighth place and ninth place. Mm-hmm. Six points separate ninth and sixteenth. Interesting. Hmm. Now, yeah, there's right top, now. top kind of eight teams, Liverpool and above. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and there's then, nine and everyone. Nine yeah. and 16, yeah. and there's 17 and 20. Absolutely. Like, you are so much closer if you're mid-table to being relegated yeah, there's one. than you are getting in the top eight. There's one, then there's two to eight. That's true. Then there's nine That's to true. 16. That's a better way of describing And then there's that mashup at the bottom. <laughs> and, then, and then there's Villa. Sorry, how then, happy are all of you right now that Chelsea is at ninth place? Oh, team. that's great! I love it. I My love honorary it. fantasy half point uh, is from this match. It goes to Amanda John. She Ooh. was the one who who uh, Instagrammed a picture of uh, Jordi Amat's kit following this match. So he had a GPS tracker in his kit for statistical purposes for the club. And he got really excited about their win, and he threw his jersey up into the crowd at one of the away mm. fans for Swansea, forgetting that his GPS tracker was still in it. And the club had to go onto uh, social media to try to find out who had gotten the <laughs> kit so that they could get it back, or else Ahmad wouldn't have any registered stats from the club for this match. Oh, <laughs> they needed the GPS tracker to be able to uh, make those stats official, apparently. And so Amanda John was the one who, uh, I don't know if she'd gotten it or if she just posted the picture on Instagram. I'm not sure, but she posted the picture of his kit. They ended up getting the, the kit and the GPS tracker back. So Amanda John, that's my that's my honorary good, half point good story. Work. I like that. Good work. 
yes. Thank you very much. Next match, Liverpool 2, Watford 0. As Jurgen Klopp said, this one was not one for the Liverpool Museum, but goals <laughs> were scored by Joe Allen and a guy that we have been discussing oh for quite gosh. some time, Roberto Firmino. The question is, have we stayed with him? That's that's the question. But no. Allen and Firmino with the goals, obviously a, a clean sheet for uh, Liverpool defense. And Christian Benteke, not a terrible performance and assist in this match. Kudos to brother Matt, mm. who played Joe Allen this week. Wow. Wow, wow. Good. that's gutsy. Yes. Uh, it was gutsy. But it uh, paid off. And it could be the reason why he is able to hold on to first place in our league. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The The bad news is none of us are winning our fantasy league. True. The good news is the guy that is, Brother Matt, is winning because he's listening to us the most. <laughs> it's true. It's What's, true. What happens our, to us? Our one loyal listener. <laughs> my my last decision for the week was, to, was between selling Kane for Andy Carroll. Yeah. Or selling Coutinho for Tottich. Mm. And because I have an absolutely <laughs> Winaldum-like <laughs> irrationality towards yeah. Philippe Coutinho, I get, kept Coutinho, uh, uh, Brian, get rid of Coutinho on the hopes that he could just have one magic moment. You sure. have a Coutinho addiction, Brian. I like him. He, I really do. Do you have a but, I Heart Coutinho t-shirt? Yeah, I think we need to start marketing those. But like even, <laughs> even, even with Brian's face in the heart. It's, oh, it's yeah. the it's the lure of the double match week. Yeah, no, and so I get it. it was it was a it was the matchup with Watford. It's my other option, you know, without selling him or f- subbing in someone. My other sub was Yannick Balassi, yeah. which would have been um, probably. Barring a goal or something from Coutinho is going to be the better play for the week. You really Despite have to wonder, one, though, Brian, is yeah. Coutinho going to play both matches? I don't know. I was sure was shocked to see him starting. I'll say that. Yeah, a lot of Firmino people starting on the bench. Yeah, it's the reason why I don't. I. It's hard to say that you would have stuck with. Hmm. You would expect unless you're irrational, like I am, <laughs> that you would have stuck with Firmino because it's been a. It's just been a swap. Yeah. Whoever starts, I stuck with him, but I kind of ran out of transfers. Yeah, yeah. by default, you by stuck default with him. Stuck yeah, with him. I can't really good. Think well, that way much to go. I don't know. I, I would expect that uh, that this week's this 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 uh, midweek match against Chelsea that the lineup is going to look a little bit more like what the Europa League final lineup will look like. And then it won't Saturday. And it won't on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I would avoid. I would avoid any. Top that's a good. That's a good call. Liverpool really players, call. especially for the final. <laughs> Final weekend, uh, even though they they have a favorable matchup, I think um, West Brom, I think if I remember right, in their final week, that's a favorable matchup, but on paper, but I don't think you're going to any of the top players playing because the following Wednesday is the Europa League final. Did you did you hear what Klopp challenged the team to do before the game? It wasn't to be horny, was it? It was not. <laughs> okay, good. Keep going. Uh, he said, "Let's go out and all play like Joe Allen's today." Wow. Really? Yes. And then Joe Allen put in and the first Joe goal. And Joe Allen puts in the first goal. <laughs> he must I think he just typifies like Joe Allen to me is a guy who is not the best athlete on the field. I don't even know if he does anything best on the team. But I think a lot of teams need someone like him. He's always in the right place at the right time and he's a hustler. Like I had when I was coaching uh high school soccer, I had a kid on my team named Jamie Bragg. 
He was not the best athlete. He wasn't the best striker. He wasn't the best midfielder. He was kind of good at all. But he was always in the right place at the right time and would score goals. And Joe Allen is like that. It's like when he gets in there and he's played a lot as a sub this year, and there's some games he started in cup games and other things, man, he has played well all year. A lot of people would argue that he is on some level, him and or Lucas, Leva might be Liverpool's MVPs, but yeah. for Klopp to come out and say, let's all go out and play like 11 Joe Allens today. He didn't say that, but that's kind of what he said. Um, I mean, that's pretty impressive. I and then like Joe it. Allen responds with a goal. I like it a lot. Yeah. That player you're describing, even as you're talking about Joe Allen, uh, also typifies another guy who's been out for most of the season with injury for Liverpool, uh, Danny Ings. And uh, I think next year with a full year under Jurgen Klopp, he's on my way too early roster no, of 15 next year. That's a really year. good call. He is, Danny he is, Ings. I feel like he's a Klopp-style, yep. high-pressure, up-front guy type player. Yep. It was never going to be Ben Teke, but I think I think he, he's going to be on my bench to start next year as of right now. Yeah. Little, Klopp style. Way as too Burnley, early. As Burnley comes back into the uh, league. I know. I know. It's good stuff. Hey, no one ever said the league lacked drama. The Burnley that didn't have enough medals at the championship <laughs> to give Joey Parton. That's okay. One of the biggest tools yeah. in soccer. No one minds that. He, missed a, he didn't get a medal. <laughs> that's okay. He didn't get a medal that's, at that's the right. ceremony. That's okay. That's amazing. You can't even make that up. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and then I, listen, they're going to be in the league next year. So Is Joey point, Parton going to stay with Burnley next year? I don't know. Year? I don't know. Yeah, Burnley, probably. Though, uh, Sean Dykes, man. He's good, he's a good manager. Yeah, he's a good manager. Sunderland 3, Chelsea 2. We've been all over the place. What Best game of, the, of yeah, the weekend. You did not waste your weekend watching this. No, this was perfect. Like, and, like I did watching another one we have yet to talk This I picked this game to watch for the 10 o'clock matches. And you I picked well. So I picked I'm, I'm well. surprised you picked this one. I but you picked well. Loved it. Wabi Kasri with the with a goal for Sunderland. We got the return of Fabio Barini's weird goal celebration. He put knife one knife in. in the mouth, <laughs> act, <laughs> hand in the mouth like a knife. Uh, whatever. Running that. around looking like literally a crazy person. The, whatever that's all <laughs> the about. The stupidest pirate. <laughs> <laughs> and Jermaine Defoe, of course, Jermaine Defoe putting one in as well. Yeah. For Chelsea, Diego Costa gets the first, and uh, Maddich gets the second. Costa. Costa. He's such a villain. At, on some level, I think he might end up leaving to go to another te- uh, league, possibly. He might go back to La Liga. You can't tell, but my fingers are crossed right now. I know. Listen, I hate the guy, but there's a part of me that, like, nope. every, everyone needs a, nope. a villain. No. Nope. A, a good nope. villain nope. makes any... In, listen, those who watch mm. Game of Thrones, you hate Ramsey. No, but listen, and, listen. And a good I'm villain with you. makes yeah. certain things better. But there are two types of villains. There's the ones that are just villain enough that, that you love to hate, and then there's the kind of villain that you hate so much they just need to go. And he's the one that you hate so much he just needs to I, go. Listen, Fellaini. Fellaini, I could... Uh, Fellaini looks like... Martin Skirtle. Fellaini <laughs> looks like a clown. Skirtle. There's the players that you would look at and you say, I hate that guy, but if he was on my team, I would love it. No. If and then there's the guys that you just like say, it. I hate that guy. Yeah, exactly. No matter 
It doesn't Who matter where he I is. I don't want him on that's my a, team, good, really. I hate that guy, but no, for, he doesn't I stay. think for the he league, go. he's good. No, he needs to go. He needs to go. I see your point. I yeah. hate him. Like, I would, I if I was good. a really, if I despised Tottenham, I would probably, I'm sure Della Ali is going to have a growing, boy, I hate that guy reputation. He but might. he is so good. He might. This, that you would say, man, but if he was on our team, I'd probably exactly. be confident about my future. And let's see what he does at the Euros, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kazri with a laser. A laser. A laser it volley. Was. That was it fantastic. Was. Yes. Uh, uh, who did Van Onhold assist? He assisted the, uh, Borini. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Goodbye. Yep. Yedlin. <laughs> Yedlin assisted <laughs> Defoe. Nice, Yedlin. Hey. And, and listen, the announcer, forgive me for not picking up on your name, when Defoe <laughs> scored, listen, the energy, the energy in in uh, the Stadium of Light mm. was bananas when yeah. Defoe scored. Bet. Defoe rips the shirt off. People were... It was insane. Well, also because it just Sam's came... Sam's jumping up and down. It came just a couple minutes after their tying goal, so just the moment oh, was huge. it was huge. ridiculous. And the announcer goes, where there is Defoe, there is hope. Wow. <laughs> Very uh, it, dramatic. It was, it was... Very dramatic. Absolutely dramatic. <laughs> I love this league I felt so like much. it was a little over the top, but man, listen, for Sunderland, that's probably going to, that goal could it keep them up. It could. A really good chance it keeps them up. It really yeah, could. It probably does. John Terry sent off at the end of this one, so he will miss the end of the season. Not that that should matter to any of you, but just throwing that so out there. It's significant, though. It's sad. It's sad he because. He might be done now for Chelsea. Yep. And that's, I feel like that's what, like, if that's how his storied career ends at Chelsea, and I hate Chelsea. I'm sad because I respect John Terry as being one of the best defenders of all time. I agree. Like when Steven Gerrard got red carded really towards the end Let's of the Let's not dwell on that. No, similar? it's the same. It's, it's no. the same thing. It reminds yeah, not, me a little not bit the same of that. Listen, I, I, can, I never liked Michael Jordan. I never rooted for the Bulls, but I respected him. Yeah. And I respected, you know, I liked watching him. This is not a basketball podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Man, have we think, referenced too much? I think, I think that's the name of our episode this week. There's a lot of crossover. That's all, and that's not a pun. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, I, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things that are similar between basketball and soccer. We should just embrace it. Okay. Players right. embrace it. We should embrace it. Next match. A lot of dribbling in this next match. <laughs> oh. Aston Villa nil, Newcastle uh, nil. What a. Hey. Clean sheet for Carl Darlow, owners. Yeah, good wow. day, everybody wow. who bought in on Carl Darlow. Yeah. What an end of season for that guy. Uh, you remember when Aston Villa had zero corners and zero <laughs> shots on target? Yeah, Darlow didn't get any Darlo, credit for saves. Remember when he Darlo, didn't have to make one save on an offside. You remember when Darlow was wasn't even standing but, between the goalposts and still got a clean sheet? Because he was uh, uh, retrieving beach balls. He saved yeah. a lot of beach balls from his six-yard box. He tried to remove the, the, one of the many inflatables that were going the all over the place. The beach ball protest, that's got to be like one of the most amazing, ridiculous things I've ever the seen. The fans got closer to scoring with their inflatable oh, yeah. beach balls than Aston Villa did with the real ball. Not even a question. Not even close. And Newcastle still couldn't win. Steve Wilson, BBC announcer, yes. during the match said that Rafa Benitez lost a game because of a goal that was a deflection off a beach ball. <laughs> How does that happen? That happened to what Liverpool. What other sport would allow... A couple what, years ago, too. What other sport would it, would not stop, does not stop immediately when something goes onto the field or court or whatever playing surface it is? No. Listen, keep, you don't stop. Keep playing. You play through. I, come on, kids! I remember the... Grab very- the beach balls! As many as you can carry! <laughs> 
We're going to the stadium to watch some football. We're protesting. Gregory! <laughs> Gregory, what are you doing? Don't inflate the ball until we get to the stadium. They're easier to carry uninflated, Gregory. What? Use your head. Now let's go. we got to hurry. We're going to be late. We're going to watch some football. Grab the beach balls, kids. How many how many Texans live in England? Like I I don't do I don't do international accents. I only do crazy. I'm actually happy about that. That makes sense. I only better. do crazed American accents. That makes it Come better. Come on, kids. <laughs> Whatever. What a dumb what a dumb game. Are we done? Are we done with yeah. this game? No, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're Brian not. has to no, give us his not. callback <laughs> fact. This wrong. might be the callback it fact was, of the season. It was weirdest Ale- thing ever. It was Alexander Mitrovich's worst day as a professional. Oh. Pop Poppy Cisse and Jack Colback both missed on the same <laughs> unbelievable chance. Andros Townsend with the perfect ball in. Cisse, can't blame him. It got a slight deflection, but he missed. Goes straight to Colback's foot on a perfect hop almost, and he just sails it. Yeah. Amazing. Colback fact for the week. I feel like Jack Colback has the look of a kid who's always afraid he's about to get in trouble. (laughs) I think now I know why. Uh, <laughs> reports out that Lil Jack is being investigated for breaking league rules against betting, claiming that he bet on the Champions League semifinal. Who do you think he took? Champions League semifinal. If I, I think. If he, I think. According to my theory, if he was following his heart, I think he bet on the Germans. The Germans. Yeah. Okay. That's my guess. Now you know the the whole blonde haired thing. Dave, you asked if this makes him the Premier League's Pete Rose. Yeah. No, he's not good enough. You know who Pete Rose played for. That's why I brought it up. The Reds. If my theory, if my theory is wrong, you answered your own question. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Like, there could have, like, there's no way we could have foreseen this coming and yet I feel like how perfect is this I not for know. Jack Colback personally of course I mean I, I'm worried for Jack L- little Jack I'm worried Jack. I'm worried for little Jack but um oh how perfect when you sent that story to us Dave oh I just thought to myself this is too good to be true it, it almost just doesn't even make oh. sense unless there's more betting to be discovered it doesn't I mean it, it seems like it's I mean, I guess it's breaking the rules. I wonder rules if are rules, if but it's far odds. enough away. I wonder if there are odds, if the bookmakers give odds on, on who could get a yellow card. No, I'm sure. You could find because a bet for them. Yeah, he'd be a safe yellows. bet. He'd be a safe bet. Yeah. He's not going to... He'll, he'll play, right? He'll play this coming weekend, won't he? Maybe. Yeah, unless he... What what happened to Di Michaelis? Because he, he... He hasn't he played did, since. He did admit... He took his punishment yeah. for betting. But yeah. he bet a lot. Yeah. I think they said he bet on... He hasn't played he since. He bet on 
That's the, rough. The Michaelis has about. Well, for what it's worth, the uh, Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award in my book is Alexander Mitrovich from this oh, match. So yeah, many chances in the brutal. second half, and you have to like a part of the award goes for the significance of the misses, not mm. just the number of misses. With Newcastle trying to stay up, exactly right. Exactly. They only needed one. It also he also deserves it because in the interview afterwards, they're they're talking to to Alexander, and (laughs) he thought that Sunderland won. I mean, lost. He thought that Sunderland lost. So the fact that they got a point was good for them. And then the the interviewer said, "No, Sunderland won," and. The look at his face is like, <laughs> like how did I screw pain. that up? Pure oh, pain. Oops. Oops. Crystal Palace, two. Stoke, one. Dwight Gale with another unlikely brace this weekend. Uh, and then for Stoke, Charlie Adam puts one in after uh, he got Where's a nice... Where's Charlie Adam been? On the bench, behind Boyan, behind everyone else. I mean, there's someone else that he's behind too. He's, he's just around. He's been on the bench, but he gets in for this one and uh, puts in the goal. He looks like a garbage man. He he kind of. Yeah, yeah, I'm I tempted can, yeah. to nominate Marco for wasteful player. All right, tell us why. Well, only because I mean, in in terms of just wastefulness, obviously not in significance because this could this match have mattered less. No, he just had really good chances. He gets the assist for Charlie Adam, but the rest of the match he just had he had really good chances, including one I've seen it multiple times now where the just the ball falls. Maybe it's just the the ball falls to you and you're not expecting it, and then there there it is right in front of you, a wide open net, and you just miss. Even a professional misses sometimes like that, and that's what happened to him. He had a chance for an equalizer, and he he blew it. Marco Nadovic. Marco. Man. The third-ranked midfielder in all of fantasy. Tied with Alexis Sanchez. He's been good. You've held with him, too. I love him. A Coutinho-like clutch yeah, but Marco this is different. It's a successful clutch. Oh, yeah. I like Marco. I would say for next season, I would. he would be like a... Really? A, a, he's a star. He would be a no-brainer. Yeah. He's, Interesting. He's a no-brainer Even if Shakiri or uh, you moves know, on? Or? I just feel like he's, I mean, he's a goal away. All he needs is one more, and he breaks. He, has, yeah, he sets the Stoke record I, for goal scoring in a season. Yeah, so. listen, I feel like Stoke took, took strides this past year in bringing on and improving their team. They Assuming did. they do that, Hughes yep. does that again. Yep. Uh, I think Stoke's going to be right back, Maybe back to good Stoke. In the end of yeah. the year, I mean, this is Palace's they have now won their last six against Stoke. Yeah. Crystal Palace. And Stoke is on a seven-game winless streak, their longest streak mm-hmm. uh, without a win they, in the they, season. They beached it up a little bit. Yeah, no little question bit. about yeah. it. Yeah. But at least it wasn't 4-0 or 4-1, four four one. One. Mm-hmm. which in the last few weeks seems like it could have been that. Bournemouth won. West Brom won. The goals for this one, Matt Ritchie coming off the bench, puts it in for the Cherries, and Solomon Rondon for West Brom. I think the story that we were discussing, though, was yet another missed PK by uh, a baggie, and this one in coming by Craig Gardner. Although I will say he didn't miss it so much as Boric made a really nice save. This match it. was stupid. <laughs> Boric, to me, looks like the bully in high school who was the star linebacker. Like, like he's the guy walking down the halls, like, throwing kids into lockers. Mm. 
Ne- <laughs> Interesting. At, doesn't that neck tattoo negate any toughness he has, though? <laughs> neck tattoos just mean you'll never have a career job. Yeah. Unless you're a professional athlete. <laughs> and that's all we really have to say about this. Pretty much. <laughs> this match was so pointless. It just was dumb. I guess if you like the drama of penalty kick saves, you'll also love West Brom. In addition to liking one nil or one one games, I don't know the actual stat, but Tony like, Pulis himself said that they've taken five PKs this year and missed four. That seems so hard to do. Yeah, yeah, it seems they're the they're the, the anti Lester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, that, yeah, I don't know. All I know is every I, I sat here in this chair like six weeks ago, maybe two months ago, and I said, Bournemouth, even though they were secure, they had secured their top flight said, status for next year. Gonna keep they're going to keep playing yeah. hard. Like they're, you, you want to keep playing your Bournemouth players because they're going to play for Eddie Howe. They're going to keep going out there and they're going to play for him and they're going to play hard. And they're the third highest rated uh, team to watch in the United States. People love watching them. They're fun to watch. And ever since I said those words, you jinxed them. I. Apparently so. They this have not been fun to watch. Solely rests on your shoulders. I will take the blame. Also, maybe it has something to do with uh, Eddie Ritchie being wooed by other clubs. I like what you <laughs> did there. I like what you did there going to Everton. Maybe Somehow, so. Bournemouth so. just destroyed them in every statistical category, and yet West Brom still managed a 1-1 draw. Probably should have been 2-1. Yep, you could say. Okay. Yep. Dawson off the post late too. He had a yeah. really great chance late. Yeah. Kid Lico looked good again. Yes, he had he a did. couple of flashes. Yeah. 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 He did. actually it was his run into the middle that eventually led to uh, the yeah. Rondon goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the matches. Do you have a buy or sell going into our final weekend? I know I don't. I did, we should have asked. We should have talked about this off off. Probably, mic, huh? but no, yeah. I don't. Yeah. If you don't. have transfers left. I mean, I, I. That's true. My my buy would have. I said I think Tottich. If you haven't bought him already, Tottich. I, I would say Arsenal defenders playing Villa this week. That's a good call. With Arsenal at home. Yeah, keeping. I mean, like a lot of times we say, you know, we don't want to put too much into the oh, the last result or just the next match coming up. But the next match coming up is all that there is. Yep. So you want to entirely look at what's on paper. Obviously, it can be deceiving. It discussing Liverpool. Who do they play against West Brom? Having the Europa League final just four days later. Uh, so you got to keep that in mind. But otherwise, what it looks like on paper, Arsenal and Villa, that might be a good day for Arsenal. Yep. Something like that is something you go all in for that when you are. Um, in the final weekend of the season. Also want to bring up, we are uh, recording this before the midweek matches begin. We, we alluded to West Ham and Manchester United being later today. We're recording this on Tuesday morning, so that is the match on Tuesday afternoon. Still to come as of our recording. By the time you hear this, it will already be done. And there will be three more matches on Wednesday as well for your viewing pleasure. And then it all builds up to Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Championship Sunday is what they're calling it, although... Maybe they need another name for that. That's true. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to... But there's still plenty of drama to be had. We're going to do a lot on our social media, uh, different forums, uh, to help prepare you for Championship Sunday, as well as get you through Championship Sunday. So take a look at our Twitter and Facebook uh, accounts so you can see what we're discussing, especially as we get into Sunday morning. There will be plenty of content for you to, to read. Facebook Fantasy Soccer FC. Twitter at Fantasy Soccer FC. And uh, listen, keep an eye out. Send us some messages and uh, let's, let's have some fun with it. The season is almost over, which is sad. It, it's so long. I feel like the season's so long and, and you never get here and we're here. 
a little sad, but uh, I'm excited to do next week's pod. That's right. And we, there will be a podcast next week, and there will be podcasts throughout the summer, and we'll let you know more about that as we uh, get into uh, May and, later in May and, and June. That's right. All right. We'll uh, see you next week. You can always reach us on Twitter. Tweet us at Fantasy Soccer FC at Fantasy Soccer FC on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you.